Welcome to the State of E-Commerce, the podcast committed to unlocking the secrets to success in online selling. I'm your host, Robert Runyon, and today's episode is all about selling on Amazon 2.0 and the cutting-edge strategies to conquer the marketplace. Sit back, relax, and get ready to supercharge your Amazon game. We'll tackle the latest e-commerce challenges, how to increase profitability, and achieve exceptional results on Amazon. Join us as we uncover the latest tips, tricks, and tutorials on how to revolutionize your e-commerce business. That's coming up next on the State of E-Commerce. Eugene, thanks so much for being on the show today. Before we get into the, today's topic, let's talk a little bit more about you, yourself, and what you do at Mad Lima Media. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for having me on, Rob. Uh, so, journey, the Amazon journey started uh, seven years ago. Prior to that, uh, went the traditional route, got an education, got a degree in finance, went into corporate banking, realized, by the way, yeah, I mean, congrats of getting out of the corporate life, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that was um, it was a little painful, to be honest. I was looking at my boss, and I was like, man, I don't want to be this person in 20, 30 years. So right away, started hustling. I needed to figure out a way out. I had friends in my social circle that were killing it on Amazon. I was intrigued. You know, one of my, actually my wife's personal trainer started an Amazon business, started selling a pet supplement. Two years later, flipped it for 2 million. And I was like, okay, what's going on here? He took me under his wing. I started learning the game, got obsessed with it, started my own business. Three years in, quit my corporate job. My wife quit her job. We hit the road, traveled for three and a half years. And then along the way, we started this uh, media agency, Mad Lemon Media. Uh, we had a team for our own brand, uh, doing a lot of high-end creative lifestyle videos, things like that. And we just saw our business grow. So naturally, the progression was to start offering those services to other sellers as well. And the product speaks for itself. So we um, that's, that's where I'm at today. Also, on top of that, um, I'm also coaching. I run a mastermind program for an e-learning organization called Private Label Mastery. So got my hands full, but it's all Amazon and I love it. Man, congratulations, first and foremost. That's an incredible achievement. And, you know, with some somebody of your caliber and talent like to be on the show, we're going to talk about a variety of things here. So from getting started on Amazon to optimizing your product listings to building that effective brand and, you know, doing the advertising and really talking about, like, the customer experience and the feedback and really just opening up the door to any kind of questions that people have. So, uh, if I think the, really the first place to start is talking about getting started on Amazon, right? So you mentioned that in, in the past you had an Amazon business and, and things like that. So talk about like getting started with Amazon, like talk about like the basics of, of getting started and set up with seller account. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, starting any new venture, any new business is filled with uncertainty, some doubt, right? It's new. You don't know what's going on. There's so many different levers you need to pull so many different hats that you need to wear. Um, but, and while that could be overwhelming, I will just say, take it step by step. Right. Um, so you get your account set up. Now the next thing is, um, just learning, right. Get out there, take a course, watch, the, listen to podcasts like state of e-commerce, right. You want to, you want to feed your mind as much information as you can and surround yourself with people that have already walked the walk. So that's really step one. So you're just, you're, you're, you're a sponge for information in the beginning, yeah. not jumping into the first product that you're excited about because that doesn't work. It's not, you know, it's, there's a system in place. You're using um, a combination of data, 
combination of, um, you know, the community that you're a part of and combining that all together to get started. So just don't rush in, take it slow and just get going. Yeah. So even before we're setting up the seller account, like let's, let's talk a little bit more about like products and like, um, niches and, and like the market research behind that. Like, do you have any tips for anybody that's like either just starting out or, or they're already on Amazon. They may be listening or watching right now and may have a question about, uh, how to select that right niche. Yeah. So right now, Amazon isn't what it used to be back when I started in, you know, early 2016, everyone, the secret's out, right? Everyone's trying to sell on Amazon, trying to get that freedom lifestyle and that creates saturation in the market. So now we need to become more sophisticated sellers. Um, and what that means is getting more creative with product selection, product presentation, um, and, and selling online. So to pick the niche, you're starting, you're, you start from a place of, uh, like a broad category, right? For example, a yoga mat, right? You're not going to sell a yoga mat just plain because there's thousands upon thousands of established sellers with thousands of reviews that already are own that market, but you could, uh, niche down even further, right? So maybe you're targeting cork yoga mats for pregnant women, right? This is a very specific market with a very specific product in a broader niche. And you can carve that little space out for yourself by targeting and being a specialist and talking to that customer. Another thing I'll say is my approach to Amazon in general is always launching with a unique selling proposition. That means that my listing always have a, has a single feature that I could say that my product has that my competition doesn't. I communicate it in my title. I communicate it in my bullet points. I communicate it in my images, my product video, my A-plus content. I'm making sure that the prospective shopper doesn't miss it for a second. So don't aim to sell the same thing as everybody else. Aim to stand out. Think outside the box. Be creative with your products. Um, and yeah, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, no, you, you kind of hit on uh, some key points there. Cause I was, I was going to talk about the importance of understanding the marketplace and your competition, but you know, you, you, you really nailed it right there. So like, uh, I, I think the next thing, you know, once that you've, you've set up this account and you've figured out what types of products you want to sell, the, the next thing is you're starting to sell, right? So now how can you optimize your product listings? Like why is that even important? Right. So two aspects of uh, optimization for your listing, right? One is that Amazon is a search engine for products, right? So that means we're operating within an ecosystem where people are finding your products through keywords. So optimization first begins with establishing the keywords that are the most relevant and descriptive for your product. Mm -hmm. Then the title and your bullet points being the key areas for ranking juice, right? We're trying to rank our products organically so that when a customer searches the product, we show up uh, closer to the top for the results. You're establishing those keywords for your listing, putting them into your title, your bullets, your product description, and into the back end. And that will allow your product to be um, fielded and found on Amazon. Now, the second part of optimization is actually how the client or the prospective shopper interacts with your listing. And that means you have very engaging imagery, very engaging um, communication of your benefits through graphic design and infographics. And you're utilizing all of the real estate that Amazon allows you to within your product listing, which is, um, again, your title, your bullets, your, your, your main listing images. Then if you scroll down, there's a section called brand story where you can communicate more about your brand. And again, this is another visual area that you can engage customers with. And below that is A plus content, A plus premium, which is another area 
where you can create a visual experience for the shopper, which engages them and increases your conversion rate. That makes a lot of sense. And, you know, earlier in the episode, we were discussing, you know, really niching down in, in your selection, right? So let's talk about like some of the best practices, like for keyword research and incorporating those relevant keywords into your product listings, right? How do you do that? Uh, what's your process? Yeah. So you can use uh, softwares, you know, to feed that information. You can scrape uh, ASINs, uh, which are products on Amazon that um, like are your direct competitors, right? So you can select five to 10 direct competitors. You can plug them into uh, various softwares and they will show you exactly through filters what keywords your competitors are ranking for. So that could be kind of the basis because that communicates to you, I need to also be uh, ranking for these keywords. So it's a reverse ASIN scraping tool. And essentially you can build your listing using that keyword using and, and just doing also a manual scan and understanding what's the most relevant descriptive keywords for your product. And then you prioritize those in three tiers. I like to prioritize them in three tiers, primary, secondary, tertiary. Primary being, you know, the ones that have significant search volume and are going to be highly relevant and converting for my keyword. Secondary being um, just a, a light correlation um, that aren't necessarily as direct, but you see your competitors are ranking for. And tertiary being maybe misspellings of keywords or other languages of keywords. Those can go into the back end. They don't belong uh, in your listing. So I would approach it that way. Yeah, this is actually a really good point, too. So depending on, like, where you're at in your selling journey, too, um, whenever you're optimizing your product listings, it's super important to uh, focus on the keywords, right? So keywords that are driving new-to-brand customers, keywords that are driving repeat purchases, uh, and it all goes along inside your strategy where you are in your journey on Amazon. So let's kind of go into strategies for optimizing your product images and, and really enhancing uh, your A plus content. So what, what do you do? How do you, uh, look at somebody's content and say, or images and say, Hey, this, you can make this better by X, Y, Z. Yeah. So there's a subjective aspect to analyzing a listing as well, right? There's an aesthetic you can, there's a range of quality. That's absolutely visual that you could just look at and say, there's a huge difference in the operation of these two companies, right? So it's just strictly visual. And I'll show you guys some examples of what I mean. Um, in terms of the structure and the content that goes on these images, right? There's a couple of um, goals that we have when we're creating these images. One is that we're communicating uh, clearly the transformation that we're providing for the customer, right? You're not selling a product, you're selling a result. So it's not just the fact that your product has a shiny metal handle, it's that, you know, it's, it, 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 it's beautifully presented at parties, right? Which gives you status, right? It's a deeper psychological um, purchasing behavior that we're trying to trigger. So we're selling benefits versus features. Exactly, exactly. And we're keying in on the customer avatar, right? We need to know exactly who we're selling for, uh, who we're selling to. What's the demographic of this person? What's the gender age group? What are their hobbies? What are their psychographics? So you bring up some really good points about targeting a specific customer avatar because it makes absolutely no sense to spend a ton of money uh, targeting everyone, right? So if you know that your ideal customer is a is a woman between 40 to 50 years old who likes 
uh, hiking and yoga and this and that, your marketing can be so much more focused and you spend way less money and more targeted money than you would if you targeted just all women from, say, 20 to 60. And that makes absolutely no sense because, especially if you're just starting out, you don't have the funds to be able to spend broad and wide. You need to be able to get results and get them quickly and get traction on Amazon. So, um, and, and I think you were coming up with a, a couple of other um, suggestions there. So do you have any suggestions whenever it comes to uh, enhancing like your A plus content as well? So for A plus content, um, Amazon provides some generic modules at times. You know, we, our approach is to keep it completely visual. We like, we want to have a cohesive design that really flows because again, attention spans are low on the platform, right? Nobody's spending time reading big blocks of text. So one of the key areas is just quick communications of key benefits, quick communications of why you do what you do and keeping it's the it the same visual. thing. It's the same thing in emails nowadays, right? It's the same right. thing in any kind of visual or graphic that you have. It's so important that you give things to people in a short, clear, crisp manner. Um, exactly. And, and I can give a, just a, a brief example of that. Um, because it goes back to like a one pager that we did this this past uh, week when we were at Sweets and Snacks. So like it's so important to be able to just quickly give people, well, if I quickly give people some information, high level, like because if you if you cause them to consume too many calories to figure out like what the offer is or what the product's about, you've already lost the customer. So it's all about keeping it concise and clear and to the point. And you're bringing up some really good points here um, yeah. and kind of even brings us into the next like segment is how do you build that effective brand on Amazon? You know, what is the role of branding and how am I building that credibility and trust? Do you have uh, any answers for that? Yeah, for sure. So to me, branding is consistency, right? Um, of course, you're building out something called a, a brand guide. It's a color palette. Maybe it's specific fonts. And again, there's a whole science behind that, you know, which creates uh, different colors, create di communicate different energies to people, red being, for example, more aggressive or blue being a color of trust. So there's a whole science behind that. Um, and you can use, you know, the industry guides to guide your your branding on that side in terms of how you present it. But it's also about consistency across your brand assets. So that's your your images, your infographics, your A plus content, your product insert your product packaging, right? It's all, it, it all jives together to create a, a visual representation of your brand. Then you also have your brand messaging. It's like, what tone are you speaking to, to the customer? Are you a fun, humorous brand? Are you um, a highly technical, professional, serious uh, brand? You could take a tone with your messaging, with your cop, with your sales copy. So you kind of decide which direction you're taking your company in um, and you're, communicating it in a very consistent manner across all the assets that Amazon provides to you. No, it makes perfect sense. So like, what about, you know, why is it so important to create a consistent brand identity across all of your product portfolios? For sure. Um, I think it's, you know, as your company grows, uh, there's a level of recognition that occurs, right? So when a company, I'm sorry, when a customer 
interacts with one of your products, they experienced, uh, they had an experience, right? They, they felt your messaging, they felt your design, they felt your, your unboxing experience for the way their, the product came in. Then when they interact with you again, they should be able to hopefully recognize that they've already interacted with your company. And that is your brand, right? That's the face of what you're representing. And so I, I would just say that, again, that consistency creates recognition, which creates uh, a relationship, right? We're building a relationship. And actually, even going back to your example earlier, so let's say that we're selling yoga mats. Well, that's maybe one category type, but like, what if we do something additionally under that same umbrella, right? But it's a different product line. So now you're keeping that consistency across the board. And that makes perfect sense. So like we're talking about like packaging or product inserts, like you have any kind of tips or tricks uh, or strategies that you've used to be able to help um, our listeners or watchers be able to increase uh, repeat sales and, and conversions across uh, Amazon and off Amazon? Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say is the unboxing experience uh, is directly correlated to the quality of review ratings that you get as well. So imagine, you know, you have an Apple product, right? Think about the packaging that their product comes in, right? Mm -hmm. It's sleek. It's beautiful. It's minimal. The way that it opens, the way that you unwrap the product, it's all an experience, right? So people on Amazon usually skip this step. They'll go into just a plain or e-commerce in general. They'll, they're like, okay, we don't have product presentation. We're not, we're not selling in retail. We're not selling in a store. We don't. We don't need to present the pro the packaging in in uh, in this nice way. They're just going to get it at their house. They bought it, great. But no, you could take it one step further. You can be that professional brand and create that experience. You can have designs on the inside uh, flap of your packaging, for example, which with a clever message, right? You can have colors and and patterns and designs on the inside, right? No, you would you would be ahead of ninety eight percent of Amazon sellers if you took that extra step. And believe me, it makes a difference. People feel it and they're excited about it. It makes the, the product giftable. And so it creates a better experience and more likely a positive a positive review and, and future business as well. Going back to the discussion about the avatar. So if you're actually able to shift your unboxing experience towards your customer avatar, that's just going to increase, continue to increase sales, revenue, and and reviews for your products. You're going to continue to increase in the rankings, uh, in search results, and you're also going to be able to build a more efficient brand and a stronger brand on Amazon, just as you said. So exactly. As we we talked a, a couple of things about getting started on Amazon, you know, optimizing your listings, building that brand. I think the next thing that we really talk about is advertising because, you know, when you start selling on Amazon, it's not like Amazon just immediately puts up banners and says, you know, hey, Eugene opened a new a new store. Go check it out. No, you actually have to pay for that traffic or you have to have some really low competition keywords and, and hope that you're ranking. So let's talk a little bit about advertising, what it means and like the different options available. Can you speak to that? Yeah, for sure. I, I won't, you know, self-proclaim to be uh, a PPC expert by any means. I've already outsourced this to the true experts, uh, you know, two, three years ago. But 
uh, of course, the eco the advertising ecosystem within advert uh, within Amazon is absolutely critical for our ability to sell, our ability to rank our products, um, and it's it's just not something that you can avoid. So you're going to have to get comfortable with it, especially in the beginning. Um, after which you can you know progress into potentially using a software to manage bid optimization and then fully outsourcing it internally or or externally uh, to an agency or or in house. Yeah. So, and just, and just on that same subject there, like it is so important, like that you at least understand the main basics when you're starting yes. to sell on Amazon, uh, on Amazon and even doing advertising. But the key point here is to be able to get the expected results that you want from advertising. You need to work with a specialized partner that can get you those results, but you have to learn it first so that you can get to a place where you want to be for sure and so i mean we have different advertising uh types inside of amazon sponsored products sponsored brand and sponsored display um when starting out sponsored product is going to be your main bread and butter you again are just through keyword research can establish the base of keywords that are highly relevant to your product and launch uh something called an exact match campaign uh this will just target those keywords directly, start getting the ranking juices flowing because you've established that those keywords are the ones that you want to position your product organically in. Um, so you, you know, you launch with that right away. Uh, sponsored brands is after you've gotten your, um, um, your product brand registered, you then have the ability to start using creative assets in your advertising as well, like video. Um, you know, at, at my agency, we do a lot of uh, amazing things around sponsored brand videos it's just it's a visual element that stops people in their tracks when when they're searching for a product, um, and it's and again it just gets the eyeballs. It it has great click through rates, and and again it it improves conversion and brand awareness. And then sponsored display is just a, a whole nother um, set of set of advertising that I I won't go into. It's just not my not my level of expertise there. Oh, I completely agree. You know, yeah. There's also DSP. And again, depending on how large you yeah. are, uh, following people off Amazon and, and beyond. Um, so like, let's talk a little bit about like some strategies for, you know, effective ad campaigns to be able to increase product visibility and sales. Uh, one of the first ways actually, and I can speak to this, whenever you first start selling out on Amazon, uh, it doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense to, uh, spend all of your budget on exact match or phrase match or, or those types of keywords. Yes, they're important because they do drive conversions. But I think one of the first places that you start is you start by product targeting. Target your competitors, lower reviews, lower ratings, um, you know, higher price point than your, your product. So you can get some easy wins on the board. So you're actually stealing their traffic and bringing it over to your site or to your listing. And you're actually increasing market share that way. So Amazon is a market share game, right? So what are some of the ad uh, strategies that you use to be able to increase that product visibility and sales? Right. Uh, so yeah, like you said, product targeting is awesome. Um, usually performs well because you can you can target products with with issues that, like you said, with higher price points, which gives you a competitive edge when people are comparison shopping. Um, you know, where, uh, of course, you, you can also launch auto broad campaigns so that you cast a wider net auto broad, um, you know, auto allowing Amazon's algorithm to search for the high relevancy on your behalf. 
broad being that you're putting in the keywords that you've established through keyword research, but also casts a wider net. So exact match being as it is exact match, right? So if it's yoga mat, you will show up as ad placement for yoga mat. If you run a broad campaign for yoga mat, you'll also show up for, you know, yoga mat for, um, for, for hot yoga or, you know, so it'll, it'll, it'll tie in other keywords that are related to the root keyword that you chose in broad. Um, some of the strategies that I like to do, I'm pretty aggressive out of the gate when I launch products. I have exact match rank campaigns where I'll have artificially higher budgets and bids because with the intention of ranking aggressively for those keywords, um, I'll, I'll look for something called top of search placement, meaning when somebody searches that keyword, I'm showing up at the top, you know, getting the most visibility for my products uh, for those highly relevant, high converting keywords. You've encountered to be able to increase conversion from advertising um, or promotions? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the key to increasing conversion, you know, it, it goes in correlation with advertising is watching your price point. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, making sure that your review count and ratings are, are high um, or growing. And, um, of course, that the way that you're presenting your product is absolutely optimal. If you have poor imagery, you have poor, you know, poor communication of your benefits, you're not representing your customer avatar, you're not utilizing product video, you're not utilizing A plus content. I mean, your PPC as a byproduct will just suffer. So Amazon is, is a, is like a game. It's a puzzle, right? And every, all the pieces need to fit together in order for that beautiful picture to come out at the end. So, um, it all goes hand in hand. So improving conversion is managing your price, getting a good solid quality product and your product presentation, along with the optimization of your PPC campaigns as you move from discovery into, uh, efficiency and optimization. Solid tips. So I know we talked about getting started with Amazon and optimizing your listings, building that effective brand, advertising and promotions. Now, I think the last piece to this is, is really about the customer experience and, and feedback. So why is it so important that you have to provide excellent customer service on Amazon? Because um, especially when you're launching a new Amazon business, every one star could be absolutely detrimental, right? Because when you have a higher review count um, and you're operating at a 4.5 star rating or a 4.4 star rating, if you have, you know, 1,000, 1,500 reviews, uh, a couple of one stars won't necessarily destroy your business. But you, your product won't even get legs if you just come out of the gate with a few bad reviews because automatically no one's going to give consideration to your product. So that goes into, um, you know, doing very good quality inspect, uh, product, product quality inspections in uh, wherever you're manufacturing your products. You're really on top of the suppliers in terms of quality because a good product will get good reviews. Then, of course, what we talked about is uh, the unboxing experience, right? So when you surprise the customer with maybe a mystery gift or just a beautiful packaging, they feel good about their purchase. They're more excited. The energy is high. So it's really important um, to create that experience. And then from a customer service perspective, unless you're selling an extremely high cost good that you know really costs you a lot of money to produce, just give them the refund or replace their product. Go above and beyond from a customer service perspective because the amount of times that I've converted one-star reviews to five-star reviews, it's, it's, not, it's not a high percentage, but when it does happen, it's something that's it's a stamp on your product listing that says, hey, this company will take care of me. 
no matter what. I, I completely no, agree. I completely agree. So, and, and one last thing about like reviews in, in general, um, you can also, you, if you're launching a product, like generating reviews depends on kind of where you're at in your journey, right? If you're launching a product, uh, it makes perfect sense to even discount it, right? Discount your first few orders uh, or your first hundred orders or whatever it might be. The goal is to be able to give uh, your shoppers a high quality product at a very low price point to encourage uh, additional reviews. So um, now we talked about like just starting out and launching products and this and that, like, but let's talk about like optimizing the, the fulfillment and delivery process to really ensure that customer satisfaction because Amazon has really changed the entire game in terms of that one to two day shipping. So how are we going to streamline that that you know fulfillment and delivery process, whether I be FBA, FBM, or a combination of both? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've set the standard for expectations of e-commerce delivery, and there's plenty of third parties now that uh, subscribe to the same uh, one to the two day shipping. So you know, third party fulfillment is is available to you. A lot of big companies have uh, distribution across the entire country. And they'll distribute your, your product across their fulfillment network, just like Amazon does. So yeah, it's 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 key. It's important, but you know, in terms of operating on Amazon specifically, it, it's always in your benefit to have that Prime badge um, available to you. And that's by using FBA, by using their fulfillment network. They'll there's trust in that system. Um, they'll give priority to you from a ranking perspective as well. I mean, it's in Amazon's best interest to clear out the stock from their inventory. And, and keep that going. So, uh, yeah, you know, operate operate with within those expect expect those customer expectations. Yeah, yeah, no, it just makes perfect sense. So, like, what about strategies for encouraging customer feedback and, and like really managing those product reviews? Like, I, I know there's a lot of things that come in. We're talking about converting one star reviews to five star reviews. You got any tips and tricks and, and strategies to just really encourage that besides the promotional inserts or any type of um, example you can share? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's the aspect of fo- following up via email through the Amazon system. There's softwares now that um, they can request reviews on your behalf, request ratings on your behalf. So there's just automated automated softwares now that you could use uh, as well. So with volume, your review count will pick up. No, and and that that's great. I, I think we covered a lot of things in today's episode. You know, we we talked about getting started on Amazon, optimizing your listings, building that brand, uh, advertising, promotions, customer service, and and really generating the reviews. Um. And I mean, you have dropped a ton of knowledge bombs and and I really, really, really appreciate you for being on the show. And I know we're kind of coming to the end here. And, you know, for anybody that's like listening or watching right now that may have a question, like, are there any final thoughts or takeaways that you might have uh, to kind of clarify on any questions they might have? For sure. Um, I think just be better is the overall, the overarching philosophy. And that's be better from product selection, be better in the way that you think about your products and the way the pain points that you're solving for customers. Because when you go that route, you will have a higher quality product. 
And also think about your product presentation. Don't drop the ball on, you know, presenting your products beautifully to customers. They don't have the ability to touch it. They don't have the ability to smell it. They don't have the ability to hear it. They're using a fully visual uh, impulse to purchase your product. So I recommend uh, having a very high standard aesthetically for your product presentation that's really crisp, high-quality imagery, that's um, very um, targeted infographics and graphic design that speaks directly to your customer avatar and taking advantage of all the real estate that Amazon provides to you because every single one of those if you're not doing them, your competition is, and you're only hurting your business and your conversion rate. And that's that's one of the things that we do at, at our agency at Mad Lemon Media. So I'm happy to have a chat with anyone that wants to speak in that regard as well. Eugene, you are 100% correct, and I could not have agreed more. You know, we've covered a lot of stuff here today from getting started with Amazon to optimizing your product listings to building that brand effectively to growing your sales through advertising, to reviews and the customer experience. And now we're kind of coming to the close of the episode and I'm kind of, I'm opening up the floor for discussion. And so now I'd like to see if any of our, our listeners or watchers uh, have any questions for us. So, okay, actually here's one. So one thing for you, how what strategies can sellers employ to deal with increased competition and differentiate themselves in their respective niches. Right. So it is important to, you know, be on top of market trends, seeing what type of um, products are being launched in your specific category or niche, because you could easily get left behind. Innovations do happen. There are sophisticated sellers now that are thinking outside of the box and creating differentiators to take over markets. It's what I do. Right. We, we, we come into a new market and we're looking to steal market share. So part of what you can do is, you know, if you've launched a successful product, look to innovate it as well. Stay on top of what reviews are coming in. Um, you know, I like to look at one and two star reviews as the ones that communicate true pain points and quality issues. Three and four star reviews can communicate a lot to you because why weren't those, uh, why weren't those a five star? So people will say, oh, I like this product, but I wish it had X. Right. So you can stay on top of the type of feedback that you're getting as well, because you can learn a lot from it and, you know, analyze your competition from, uh, you know, quarterly as well. See what type of reviews they're getting, because it could give you ideas of how to innovate your product further. And maybe you can launch a new variation um, that accommodates those pain points so that you could continue to be the market leader. Good agree more. Uh, another question here. Uh, are there any specific mistakes or pitfalls that sellers should avoid when selling on Amazon? Uh, yeah, don't fall into the uh, Me Too uh, product, meaning don't sell the same thing as somebody else. You know, you look to be different, look to be better. I think people get excited about seeing a bestseller that's doing good revenue numbers, and they're like, oh, this is selling great. Like, I, I'm going to come in, I'm going to also make, you know, millions of dollars. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Um, the ones that are bestsellers are bestsellers for a reason, and they have a hold on the market the only way that you have a chance of grabbing market share is by coming in with something better than they already have. So that's, that's what I would say. Yeah. Another question for you here that came up, how can sellers effectively leverage social media and other external channels to drive traffic and increase sales on Amazon? Yeah. I think influencers are a good low hanging fruit. If you have a, uh, a product that's social friendly, um, 
you know, partner up with, with micro influencers to start just to get, get comfortable with it and then grow into uh, larger influencers, build relationships. Because when you couple those with uh, lightning deals, for example, it can create a very powerful promotional effect. And again, this doesn't require you to create sales funnels outside of Amazon or, um, you know, run any advertising campaigns. Those things can get pretty complex. If you're just operating within the Amazon ecosystem, just the low hanging fruit for social media is partnering with people that already have an engaged community and tapping into it. And I've got three more questions here just in, in closing. Um, number one, uh, are there any recommended resources or tools that sellers can utilize to be able to enhance their Amazon selling journey? Uh, sure. I mean, there's a variety of tools out there. I know there's one called uh, EVA, EVA, which is right. Robert Runyon, you know about that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's our that's our tool. Um, yeah, what, yeah. what else? You know, I, I don't. I want to open this up and not necessarily be as uh, promotional, right? So. Talk about other softwares that are available to to the audience. You know, I mean, there's Helium 10, there's Jungle Scout, there's yep. a, a, a variety of different tips and tools. Um, are there any others that you recommend? Yeah, I mean, I've been comfortable with Helium for a long time, so so I'm very used to their their software. Um, they have they provide a variety of different features. You know, you have the ability to do keyword research with them, and um, they have other listing builder tools, things like that. Um, they're pretty much a full service software. Uh, what else am I using these days? Uh, there's another very interesting software called Shulex, which allows you to do really good review analysis. It'll actually, it's a, it's a new AI tool, which will allow you to um, analyze the, the pros and cons of the product, different usage scenarios, purchase motivations. It's a great way to just analyze products and also dig out those unique selling propositions and differentiators. Um, by analyzing your competitors. I'll make sure to leave a link to all those tools that we mentioned in a in links in the description box below this video. Um, so last question here um, that I've I'm coming to. So what last couple questions actually, what are your predictions for the future of selling on Amazon and what trends should sellers be aware of? Right. So technology-wise, um, I think Amazon's going to do an overhaul with the way people search for products. The AI wave is here, and um, you know I think we'll see changes on their platform with how people are searching for products. You know, you, we might find that people don't know exactly the product they're looking for, and they could you know ask the AI like, "Hey, I'm dealing with this problem. What type of product solve for this issue?" You know, we might see some unique ways of of people finding the products that they're looking for. I think um, AR technology, VR technology is also in development. We might see people interacting with uh, products inside their home via, you know, new hardware, new headsets. So we might find that AR is going to be a great way for, for people to visualize products and owning those products just in their hands or in their kitchen or, you know, things like that. So I think we'll see a lot of interesting innovation and we're going to have to adapt a little bit to to the rise in these new technologies. I mean, that is absolutely perfect. Are there any final tips or advice you'd like to share with sellers that are looking to thrive in the ever-evolving and changing Amazon marketplace? Yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll repeat myself again and again, be better than your competition. Um, you know, again, just just be better. 
create more interesting products, show them in interesting ways, create beautiful videos, create beautiful photos, create beautiful graphic design. Target and, one uh, avatar. Target one avatar and just, just stand out, stand out from the rest. Man, incredible tips. And, and thank you. Thanks again so much for being on the show, Eugene. Um, you know, it's been an absolute pleasure and I look forward to having you on another episode soon. Thank you so much, Rob. Of course, man. Thanks for being with me. And if you really want to learn more about UPC and G10 barcodes, make sure you watch this video next where I sit down with Shane and Megan and I talk about everything you need to know about G10 and UPC barcodes. Just click the video you see on your screen and I'll see you there.